0: Dave conversation, crack, and the music you
1: love. Today FM It all happens here. Today FM GA Go has been a very hot topic of conversation this week after questions about the service were raised by some of GA's most popular figures. It was announced at the start of the season that the streaming service would replace Sky Sports after they ended their rights deal last year, but now there are a number of questions surrounding the service including accessibility and who chooses what games are shown on the platform. Well, to try break some of this down, we are joined by Nathan Murphy from Off The Ball. How are you, Nathan? Morning, lads. So, what basically has gotten the GAA in so much hot water? What's people's major beef with it? Is it just that they can't see the games?
0: They've messed with the hurling people. Do not <laughs> mess with the hurling people of Ireland. That's where this all started. Uh, last Sunday night, Donal Cusack uh, spoke very passionately about the lack of hurling on RTE, on free-to-air TV, that the games between Clare and Limerick are behind a paywall, are on GA Go, only available on a streaming service, and that hurling is basically struggling for its place as it is outside of the main seven or eight counties, and that if people can't see it, Uh, as we had that great tagline a couple of years ago around women's sport, you can't see it, you can't be it, that it's very difficult for hurling to gain in those areas of the country where it is struggling. So that started this debate and it has really just uh, exploded since then to a full-scale crisis for RTE and the GEA and has gone past the promotion of hurling, gone past the conversation on how RTE chooses their games to probably a much more serious conversation about the nature of the deal between rte and the gea and how rte can balance being a public service broadcaster who should be bringing the biggest games to the irish public while also essentially now competing with themselves because they're a 50 percent stakeholder in gea go which is this new not a new streaming service it's new for this country it's been hugely successful for the gea around the world over the last six seven years but it's a very different model of how people can watch games
1: yeah, well, isn't that the thing? It's a joint venture between the two. So it's not—it's in RTE's interest for GAA Go to work because they're going to make money out of it.
0: Exactly. And that's, I think, the major question that the government will be looking at when they're hauled in front of the Public Accounts Committee over the next few days. as to So the GAA and RTE have always had a very strong relationship and RTE have always been the main broadcaster of the championship. You'll remember back in 2014, there was huge controversy when Sky came in And this sense of the GEA going behind a paywall that no longer could you just watch championship games for free. You would have to be a Sky subscriber. Now, that died down. Sky's coverage was very good. And when Sky couldn't reach a deal earlier this year, the GEA decided to go their own way. And it was a risky move. I think long term, it's something that we're heading towards. When you look towards American sports, the MLS is only available now on Apple TV a lot of the sports are going behind a streaming service. But I think it's only in the last few weeks people have actually realised what it means for yeah. them. I think a lot of people felt that all the big games would still be on RTE, but maybe the next step of games, if you were a... you know, And I'm going to be very careful as to what counties I pick here. <laughs> if you were watching a... For example, the Talshin Cup, which is a second-tier competition, those games this weekend are never going to be on national TV. But if you're a fan and you can't go, you'd still be able to pay to watch them on a streaming service. It'd be an added extra rather than the biggest games of the year. So Clare Limerick in Hurling was the Munster Hurling final last year. Claire are the team that have pushed Limerick as close as anybody. Limerick are the, are the story of the summer. They're going for four in a row. They should be on national TV. They weren't there. On Saturday week, Mayo play Kerry and Galway play Tyrone in the All-Ireland series. They're the four last All-Ireland finalists none of those games are going to be on RTE. They're all going to be on GEA Go. So you'll have to pay €12 to watch one of those games. Or you could sign up for the year for 79 quid and you get 38 games, which is good value. But there's the other angle then of are people ready for the streaming service Uh, is it easy enough for them to access is the broadband good enough in areas of rural Ireland and that's the bit where maybe the GEA have rushed into this a little bit too quickly
1: so when you say the GEA Go has been around for a while and it works very well internationally I mean what are the 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 drawbacks what are the stumbling blocks here is it stuff like broadband access
0: Uh, that I think for a lot of people um, I'm sure is definitely an issue it's We all watch TV in different ways. And I do think it's a very personal thing as to how easy this is. So, you know, I subscribe to Sky and my Netflix, my Disney Plus are through Sky. And I sit there with the one controller and I flick through it and it's all there ready and waiting for me on a Saturday evening. This is an app. You can Chromecast it, but there's an extra layer of complication that people aren't used to. A lot of people don't use that on a regular basis. Mm. But also I think it's that people want to be able to see the biggest games and you bring through an awful lot of your casual fans. You give them an opportunity to see this. So, you know, if you're sitting down on a Saturday evening and you're flicking through the channels at 8 o'clock and you see Clare beating Limerick by two points in the hurling, and there's 20 minutes left and it's a packed house, and you're probably not going to turn that off. Whereas now those games pass the casual fan by completely. I'm sure Clare and Limerick fans are subscribing in decent numbers. But outside of that, I think the casual fan is being left behind. And as Dermot touched on there, the problem is so the GEA, as their group head of sport, Declan McBennett, said at RTE, they get 16 games that they have to do. You know, the All-Ireland Finals, Finals, Provincial Finals, which some people would query, but I think, you know, they have to show them. It's the next 15 games as to how they now select them. You would think that RTE need to pick the best 15 games. And it's hard to say that Claire Limerick, Mayo Kerry aren't going to be among the best 15 games in the championship this year. So, are they picking them for free-to-air broadcasts on RT Two in a Saturday evening, or is there now another angle where they make more money by actually putting it behind a paywall? And is that in the public interest?
1: Yeah, well, isn't there a sense of ownership as well that people have? They feel it, like their national sports are are should be available to them. It's it's like their language. They shouldn't. You can't put our language behind a paywall. You can't do it to our national sports. I think people feel very strongly about that, particularly the fact that we're paying licence fees and, and the assumption is that these kinds of things should be covered by quite a, that, quite, you know, substantial sum everybody has to pay every year. You think, well, at least give me the bloody All Ireland stuff, you know, yeah. the Ireland <laughs> Championship, yeah. you know, and I, I can probably take or leave the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, because it. you would think with Sky, you, like, for example, for the Premier League, which is what I watch, right? You know, when you when you pay your subscription, you're getting a certain amount of games. And there will be big games that you don't get from where, because of wherever you live or whatever you go, oh, I can't watch that game, whatever. But Sky isn't at the national broadcaster of the United Kingdom. Like, that's BBC do that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. their, Sky is not obligated to provide a public service, but RTE is. So this is this is where the difference is for me.
0: Exactly. Now, you could argue that the BBC used an ITV used show the Premier League and it's no longer available there at all. All they have is match of the day now. So it's gone completely behind the paywall. So maybe we should be thankful that we have over 30 live games in the championship and think of all the games in the league that are shown by TG Cahar at RTE. So there is a substantial amount of live sport shown. But I think you're right, that question of the license fee, is this now propping up the license fee as well? So as well as paying the 165 euro a year, we now need to pay another 80 euro to watch all of the GDA games. All of these games wouldn't be on our team. Like I've heard, obviously, every politician wants to hop on the bandwagon here and mm. every GEA championship game should be free to air. That's simply not possible. Like yeah. The way the GEA calendar is going, it's insane how many games there are now. You're never going to be able to show every sport. And, you know, I, I love the League of Ireland. You could sit here for another hour saying, why aren't there more League of Ireland games yeah. on the TV and the interest levels? But the GEA is, has a unique position in that I think people do feel that ownership it's funny like I same as yourself uh, you know I coach a local soccer team I don't think for a second that I should (laughs) because I volunteer for that on a Saturday morning that I should be getting the Premier League for free or League of Ireland for free (laughs) yet there is that sense that the GA is this volunteer organisation and there is a big conflict probably between that volunteer side but also, there's a business to be run. And the GEA, their you know, turnover last year was, what, up to 96 million? They made a million last year profit from GEA Go on the international side of it. There's talk today that the revenue from this will be about 10 million, won't be the profit on this. Sure. So, like, they have to make money. All that, as they will constantly tell you, is fed back into clubs, back into facilities, which are the envy of every other sport around the country. But I do think that people feel those biggest games need to be on national TV mm. on free to air and it does seem remarkable on a Saturday evening when Limerick are playing Clare or next weekend when Mayor playing Kerry you could probably turn on TG Catter and they'd be showing another 20 game live but you can't watch the biggest match unless you go and yeah. pay for it
1: Uh, Text coming in, uh, Nathan, could the GAA not do what the PL and NFL do? GAA go produce the games and then sell certain ones to broadcasters like Virgin Media and TG Carr and the rest can live on the platform. I'm sure Virgin would pay a nice bit for Clare versus Waterford on Saturday.
0: I'm sure they would, but then you're into very difficult waters around who gets those best games. So the other thing here is that the provincial championships are sort of dead in the water, except for the Munster Hurling Championship. So the reason they're putting these games on GEA Go is that they're going to be the most subscribed games. So actually, it would be very difficult for GEA Go to be successful if they didn't have some big games on it. If yeah. it was just that second string. They need to have matches that people around the country go, oh, I can't... They need people to notice the games aren't there. So on a Saturday night, when you sit down and go, where's Care Limerick?" It's on subscription. Obviously, a big percentage of people will go, you know what, I will do that. I will sign up to that. Whereas if those second tier of games... That it's only the, it's only the the diehards in the county will subscribe to. It. It's just not going to be worth their while, and that's that's the difficulty we mm. now have. I'm sure. All of the broadcasters would love the ten biggest games of the year and not have to show any of the other stuff. Right? But yeah, that's yeah. not how this generally works.
1: Another question in for you, Nathan. If um, this is actually from Sean, our producer, um, Nathan, does this mean um, that Golf Weekly, the podcast, is going to go whoa, back whoa, whoa, uh, to whoa, free whoa, whoa, on Spotify, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or, or will it be behind whoa, whoa, whoa. this evil paywall? Wow! 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 <laughs> we we'll, we'll get a discount for Sean. All right. <laughs> <laughs> discount <laughs> I code for him. I <laughs> I swear we,
0: you? can tune it. You can tune into the ball for free every night of the week at 7 o'clock
1: just use the code Nathan10 on checkout yeah, Nathan. all these rounds of golf all these rounds
0: of golf in the Dare Manor don't
1: pay for themselves <laughs> Nathan Murray yeah. from OTB Sports thank you for shedding so much time and the Golf of Weekly and Podcast and of course. yes we do really exactly, appreciate exactly. it thanks a million Three Nathan
0: 39 a, a bargain 39 <laughs> a month the bargain <laughs> good luck see you later all bye right. and Dave weekdays from 9am Today TodayFM